Well, hello everyone, Coach Megan here, and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I am so excited for this episode because the it factor is probably my favorite thing to talk about in the entire world, and I'm going to tell you why. It's my favorite thing because, gosh, literally nine years ago now, yeah, nine years ago is when I had my real first encounter with what I like to call big girl pageants, um, pageants within the what's quickly becoming known as the big three. Um, obviously, the third part of the big three didn't exist before, but Miss America, Miss USA, and now Miss Volunteer America, which fun fact is happening next week. But really before that, I had no idea how to enter into competition. I had no idea how to apply. And I certainly didn't know the difference between Teen USA. I didn't know Outstanding Teen existed. Any teen pageants, I would have loved to have competed. I competed in NAM and ANSO, and those were just super fun opportunities. Then I took a million years off. And, you know, when I got reintroduced to pageantry, it was some of the, the hardest times of my life. I was going through an eating disorder, had just kind of walked through my first um, initial victory with that after I had developed binge eating disorder my first year of college and gained 40 pounds and just had no idea how to get it off. I was absolutely eating for comfort and eating my feelings and pageantry is really what gave me a goal to get myself out of that hole. And it was so cool because I always had what I needed to have to carry charisma and the it factor on the inside of me. But because I had all these other things that were plaguing me internally, you know, addiction to food and how to deal with my emotions, how to deal with loneliness, how to, how to deal with being 12 hours away from home from my family, who, if you've watched my Instagram at all, you know, we're at my parents' house, you know, two, three times a week playing games, playing cards, um, Nerds is our favorite card game right now, which is hilarious because some of my clients love Nerds as well. Um, but I, I remember at that time I had this goal, and I think what's so cool about goals is that you have two choices. You have the opportunity to think of yourself at the bottom of this giant set of steps, and I actually remember feeling this way. And you might feel like a zero in that moment and the end of the steps is a hundred steps away and you're like oh my gosh i don't even know if i can lift one foot to go up one step because if there were steps behind me in the negative i'd probably fall down those because that just that's kind of how it feels like life is going right now like when it rains it pours or you have the opportunity to look at those steps and say what if what if i could get up all a hundred of them even if it seems impossible, you know, we've talked about possibility thoughts before on the podcast. Is it possible? And what would it look like to take one step? What would it look like to take five steps? And that's really how I started my weight loss journey. You know, I'm going through that again, trying to lose weight for my wedding and just get in the best shape of my life, be my healthiest self, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, all the things. And, you know, in that moment, it was a deciding moment of sink or swim of whether I would think of myself as someone who could only fall down the stairs. <laughs> I think we've all been there or would learn how to celebrate the little victories. And I'm so thankful for my mom who literally sat me down and, and taught me how to be thankful for the little victories and what that even was and kind of helped me negotiate with my mind for the first time rather than just letting it impale me on a stake basically, which is what our negative self-talk can, it can really feel like it does sometimes. And I remember that as I chose to just change my belief and change my thoughts, which did not happen overnight, but I was just like, what if I leaned into that, what if question 
in the, the best way, not what if everything goes wrong, but what if something could change? What if I could be something that mattered? Because in that moment, I felt like I didn't matter. I was a very small fish in a very large pond at music school, living in the middle of Nashville, Tennessee, where they're literally shooting the show Nashville on my campus, reminding me of how not famous, not successful, not where I want to be, I am literally every day. Like, hi, Hayden Penetier. Hi, my other classmate getting famous and winning an MTV award as a freshman. And here I am, and I just want to learn how to belt, and my teachers can't even teach me. So that's cool. You know, oh, another classmate on American Idol. Oh, another classmate on The Voice. And here I am, this peon who's just gaining weight and playing basketball with boys and doesn't fit in with the music kids, you know? And so I felt like a fish out of water and pageants and a goal was something that finally helped me to feel like I had something to hold on to. And that's kind of how I want to start the conversation of the it factor today is even if you feel like you are not where you want to be, even if maybe you didn't make the top 15 this year and you worked your butt off or you did everything that you thought that you could do or you invested in coaching and, you know, sometimes it's just heartbreaking because it does seem like you can do, you did everything that you could have done in this year. And sometimes it still just wasn't your year, or there were literally 70, 80, 200 people competing for this title. And you just need more time to grow. And it may not make sense right now, but it will make sense in a year or two or three from now. You know, I just heard the coolest story this year, um, of someone who listened to the podcast religiously for, at least a year, I think. She can correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe it might've even been longer, but she'd been competing for her state title in USA for seven years. And, you know, last week she messaged me and she just said, Coach Megan, I know we don't really know each other that well. Um, and we've never officially worked together, but I just want you to know that I really feel like I won my state title finally. She won after seven years, y'all. Amazing. And she's going to Miss USA and it's amazing. And she said, I really feel like you're my coach and that your podcast was a huge reason why I won this year. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, that is the coolest testimonial in the whole world. I should have her on the podcast. If you're listening, girl, feel free to, the, the door is open. You can totally be on the podcast and I'd love to interview you. Um, but all, all coming back to it, um, having a goal and something to pursue, something to work towards in terms of the it factor is something that, like I said, that you might feel like you're at the bottom of the stairs, but it's something that will help you to take those steps and to feel solid in becoming that person, even if you don't feel like you're that person right now. And things may not make sense, like I said, if you didn't win your pageant this year, but God has so much more growth for you. And I just think about if I would have stopped in that moment and been like, well, you know what? I feel like I've just tried everything. I've tried everything. And my goodness, if I would have stopped there, I'm literally like, it. I hadn't even started yet, you guys. Like, I didn't even know what entrepreneurship meant. Hadn't won Miss Nebraska, certainly hadn't won Miss Nebraska USA, didn't even know the difference between the two competitions. And yet, if you would have asked me in that moment, like my perception of reality, it was my perception of reality. That was my truth in the moment, but it couldn't have been more wrong. And I just think of all the times when people are so close to ascertaining, to obtaining what they set out to do in the first place, who they set out to become. But because they allowed fear, circumstances, or that negative self-talk to be the, the narrator of their story, 
rather than taking a step back, maybe taking time to rest, maybe taking time off, maybe hiring a new mentor, finally hiring that coach, maybe just, you know, going back to school and just letting life be and breathe for a while. Maybe it's right after you get done competing, you're like, okay, I'm going to prep even harder next year. I'm going to find a new gear, even if I don't know where that next gear is. Whatever that looks like for you, the great news is, is that people who have the it factor never stop growing. And like God has more for you. If you ask literally anybody who is now exited their 20s, I have I just had a birthday last week or two weeks ago. And, um, you know, I'm in the last year of my 20s, last year on the sun in my 20s. And if you ask anybody who's even older than me or people who competed in pageants 10 years ago, a lot of them will actually say, man, I wish I would have won later. I wish I would have won when I was a little bit more mature. Um, or man, I thought I knew it all. Man, I thought I had it all. And then life continues to happen. Life develops. You know, you you gain new relationships. You experience new things. You experience new hardships. And it continues to form your character into the person that you choose to become. And I just want to kind of like raise the veil a little bit on that perspective and hopefully widen y'all's lens a little bit. Because I know life can feel like it's crashing down on you sometimes and it can feel like you're at the end of your rope and that you literally have tried everything. And you're like, I just don't know what else I can do to, to fit this thing in the, in the right shape to make it work, right? To make the puzzle lay flat. I feel like I've tried every piece. And am I just a puzzle piece that just doesn't fit anywhere? Well, the good news is the answer is no. And if God has put that desire in your heart, um, there's a God side and a man side of everything. And I truly believe that with a ton of hard work that all things are possible, which is awesome. And, you know, we don't always get the end answer to everything right away. Um, but God is a God of promises and all the, all the promises of God in him are yes and in him, amen. And so we just have to make sure that we keep putting one foot in front of another and never stop giving up. And a lot of those answers will reveal themselves in due time. So kind of going back to my story, like I said, this goal of being Miss Nebraska when I was 20 helped me to grab a hold of something and then start magnetizing myself towards it. You know, when you lock into something and then you pull, you typically are going to pull yourselves toward that thing, right? Rather than when we keep our arms out, we're actually going to be pushing opportunities away from us. So the first step uh, that I wanted to talk about today, like I said, is really getting lightning clear about what that goal is. And something that people with the it factor, people with charisma carry is they carry clarity. So not only do they carry clarity about what their goals are, but they also carry clarity in their communication. One of the biggest things that I see from even high performing pageant women and high performers overall that they lack in that we make these tweaks in that end up doing, you know, obviously having amazing results for them um, is, is a clarity in their messaging. So that the great thing is the first step that this actually starts with is getting clarity of kind of the stuff going on on the inside. If you have all these questions going on about who you are, what you believe, where you stand on things, if you have a tumultuous relationship that you're unwilling to let go of, if you have uh, bad friendships that are negatively affecting your psyche and your heart, we've got to clear those things out first and get clarity in those things because inner turmoil produces interpersonal conflict. I'm going to say that again. Inner turmoil produces interpersonal conflict. And you know what? Inner turmoil also produces inner conflict. <laughs> like it's literally inner turmoil. And how often have y'all seen that person who just clearly has 
kind of like you used to see in the cartoons, just like birds flying around their head, right? Or they go super internal because you can tell that they're just overthinking, right? So we've got to learn how to fix the stinking thinking and also the stinking believing about yourself, about, oh, the world's against me, right? Your perception of the world, your perception of leadership, your perception of success, your perception of relationships. And that's one of the things that we do inside of the academy, as well as the powerhouse club, is we help to rewire those mindsets towards things that are truly going to serve you, not just in pageants, but in every area of life. You know, a couple days ago, we had um, one of the top Enneagram coaches in the world. She runs the Enneagram and Marriage podcast, Krista Hardin. She's delightful. And she is the mo- she is the definition of charisma, first of all. And she's the healthiest seven I've ever met in my life. Shout out to all my sevens there. And um, she just taught us so much. Like literally everyone's jaws, including mine, were on the floor. Um, and I think actually Coach Allie and I are going to go through her training. She has a... Um, Enneagram coaching training online and Allie and I are always trying to get new certifications and we love learning. And so I think we're going to do that. We're in contact with her team and um, man, I, I should have her on the podcast too, because it was just the hour went by so quickly. You know, every month we have a new expert inside of the powerhouse club and um, we bring them on in different fields that are kind of outside of coach Allie and I's um, areas of expertise on purpose. So we'll have nutrition coaches, we'll have walking coaches, we'll have um, like true branding and fashion experts, we'll have national title holders, you know, different things to make sure that our girls are ready and prepared for darn near anything in life. Um, And I just cannot even tell you how incredibly impactful that she was and just the language that she used and she went through all the Enneagram types and these different things. But one of the things um, that she talked about that is she calls glow and a glow is when somebody reaches kind of the the heightened healing the the wholeness the the best version of their personality type and i think that that's another way of of seeing that somebody has clarity you know when you deal with kind of what some people would call your inner demons or you know the stuff that you're going through or the trauma that you've been through and you eliminate a lot of those triggers that are triggering you in the first place What I've actually seen, even with highly intelligent people, you guys, is that people deem themselves as, well, I just don't have, like, they they think that they are actually stuck and they don't have a ton of choices um, and that they're massively out of control and no one likes to feel out of control. (laughs) Hello, I'm an eight. (laughs) I love control, you know, Um, but you actually do have a lot more choices than than you think that you do. So part of my job as a coach is to help you pull the lens back from maybe just like, again, those birds circling around your headspace of whatever preconceived notions are clearly just not working for you in your life right now with the goals that you've set. And as a life coach, that's my job is to eliminate some of those obstacles and allow you to see something in a different light so that we can continue to take massive and perfect action and steps towards those goals. Okay. So clarity is the first thing that I want to encourage you guys. And it's all inside of our book, how to how to um, carry the it factor. It's in the communication section of it, as well as all three of the sections. Um, But somebody with clarity, it's like this inner confidence, this inner je ne sais quoi, where somebody has the freedom to just be themselves. And I call it the I'm a 10 mindset too. It's like, I can just walk in and like, yeah, I know I'm going to get stared at. Even if I don't have makeup on, like I'm going to get stared at. First of all, I'm six feet tall. But beyond that, like the love in my heart, the kindness in my heart, my ability to listen to people, my ability to make people feel seen, to allow them to take up space around me, to not have to just blow into a room like I used to, you know, which as an eight is really hard sometimes not to. Um, 
but just like, you know, humility and somebody who's like, doesn't have to prove themselves. There's something so attractive about that. And what's beautiful about that clarity is like, you don't have to be loud. You don't have to be anything that you're not. You can be an introvert. You can be the biggest extrovert in the world. You can even be a loud person. You can be a quiet person. It's this thing that people sense more than they can even put into words. And it comes when you are okay with who you are and not just okay, like you love yourself. And that's something that everyone should aspire to be. And so in my own journey of clarity, which is a never ending journey, right? And that's what makes people attractive in the first place is when they're willing to take personal accountability and responsibility to never stop growing. Like talk about an attractive quality in a partner. If you're trying to magnetize uh, a wonderful partner, or if you're trying to think about the words that you want to put into language for what you're looking for in a partner, that's a really great one. I was just talking with another powerful female yesterday about that and helping her find language for her partner. Um, but inner clarity is something that, like I said, is super, super important. The second part of this that I want to bring up today of how to develop the it factor. And again, more of this is in our book, the it factor, how to become the pageant competitor the judges can't live without. It's a great book. It's like 84 pages for free. You can download it at pageantwinnersecrets.com. And you guys can join our free Facebook group pageant winner secrets, where I, um, I drop the video versions of these podcasts and uh, tons of other free stuff, especially right now in pageant season, because it is crazy. Um, and we let 10 people in a week. So if you're on the wait list, just stay tuned and we'll, we'll let you in soon. You answer a couple questions and we'll let you in. But the second part is clarity of your communication, like we talked about. So when somebody is cool with who they are on the inside, it helps you to speak your mind in a way that is clear, right? So um, a lot of times what I've found is, like I said, highly competent people, even powerful people, don't know how to speak with clarity in their communication for a variety of reasons. Now, usually it's because of an internal wiring that we need to rewire, but the result is external. So we're still going to talk about this. So depends on personality type, depends on what you've been through, sometimes depends on age, depends on even region sometimes, depends on um, where you came from in terms of your social or socioeconomic status, believe it or not. Um, so I'm just going to go through a couple of them and hopefully you can kind of identify which bucket you might identify yourself in and you can feel at home that you're not the only one, <laughs> which is always awesome. And then you can seek to improve, which is great. So Think of it as like kind of a mask that we put on in terms of our communication that actually starts internally and then we put it on externally and it causes us much like putting an actual mask on to not be able to communicate as effectively as we want to, even though we're saying sometimes even the right words, but it's the way that it comes across or it's like you're saying the right words, but there's still just some reason why I feel like I can't be totally transparent with you. I can't put my guard down around you or that I just don't trust you. Or just like you're nice and you're intelligent, but I just wouldn't really want to hang out with you after this. Couple things. So one, um, let's talk about socioeconomic status. So I've seen two things. One, if somebody comes from um, an unfortunate situation or they came from where they had to always look over their shoulder and they didn't know if they were going to have enough, a lot of times I will see that notion of I'm not enough come out in their communication where sometimes they feel like they need to over-explain the details to prove themselves, as opposed to coming into an interview with the notion of, I am worthy, 
I'm not arrogant, but like I've worked my butt off and I deserve to be here. So now I'm just going to tell you about that. And I'm going to share my life experience and I'm going to share through even the crappy situations of what happened. This is why I'm strong. And this is how it's built character. And this is why I'm relatable. I'm not just going to say I am relatable, honest, and have great character. No one cares. That is a nothing statement. And literally anyone else on the entire planet could say that. Show me, show me with the junk in your trunk that you have had to go through in your life guess what? That is bona fide evidence. That is the proof, the title deed of why you like are, you know what you're talking about here, right? That produces power and authority. And that is something that you should stand on rather than be ashamed of. So know that you are worthy. You deserve to be here regardless of your socioeconomic status, regardless of what's happened to you in your life. You are worthy. And whatever you have to do to carry that message and make sure that you have that imprinted on your head and your heart walking into your interview Super, super important. Now, we also have the opposite of things. Now, we've had some very wealthy clients in the you know past seven years. And most people would say, oh my gosh, well, their life is just so easy and they have no problems. And oh my gosh, I wish I had their life. And to a certain extent, yes, some things are easier. Not gonna deny that 100%. But what's interesting is that, I don't know if you've ever been able to be around wealthy people, but it comes with a catch 22 because everyone wants something from them. And what I found from my wealthier clients is that oftentimes they have a guard up in a different way because they feel like they can't trust other people. And because what they have seen is that a lot of times people have used them and abused them to try and get to who their, who their brother is, who they, who they know, basically who their other family member is that made them successful. Or if they get any kind of an opportunity or somebody has social media followers and that's what makes them wealthy in terms of, um, a form of exchange, right? Something that somebody else would want. All of a sudden they have a bunch of social media followers. And now everyone wants to be your friend, even though they were mean to you, you know, two years ago before you started. So I want to just encourage you like, yes, you need to have obviously a sensor on. Like, I'm not just like, yeah, just let your guard down around anyone. Cause unfortunately there are bad people in this world. Um, but what I can tell you is that in that interview, in those 10 minutes, those two minutes, those three minutes, you are safe. And whatever you can do to tell your head and your heart that you're safe in that moment, that will allow you to let your guard down a little bit more and make sure that you have clarity and it factor and charisma in your communication. Because otherwise what it can come across as, as you are a person performing something and telling me something that you've memorized, but I just want to know who you really are. I want to know who you are with your hair in a bun when you don't, when you're totally safe, when you're around your people, I want to see who that person is, not just this person, you know, putting on an act basically. Now, the last version of a lack of clarity that I want to share with you guys today is somebody who is, um, the high intellectual or somebody who is the high empath. Now the high intellectual is kind of similar to what I just talked about, um, with somebody who comes from a very wealthy background, but also different. So somebody who is highly intellectual, Um, or comes from a program where they felt like that program, that executive director wanted them to be incredibly um, academic or people who uh, compete in MAO for a long time and then maybe go to a different system, they have to take off the mask of, I need to be a politician. I need to have done the most. I need to be the smartest girl in the room. And if you, you know, I got to get you to believe me, please believe me. And what it actually comes across as is that you don't believe you. And the warmth completely goes away. So be really, really mindful of that, that if you've had to change yourself to be this more buttoned up version of yourself, 
Um, make sure that you're delivering what you're delivering. Yes, still academically, like you can be the smartest girl in the room, but no one's going to like you. You are not going to carry the it factor unless you are also warm because your presence will just be in a room somewhere. Now let's talk about the opposite of that. If you're somebody who is a Pollyanna, you're an extreme empath, you're really, really warm. Oftentimes you relate actually more to people who might've been raised in lower socioeconomic circles for some reason, or, or, um, had hardship in their life, you know, different things. Like we all have crap that just happens to us that makes us what? Doubt ourselves. And typically what I've seen is it makes people doubt their intelligence. It, it, it makes them doubt that, you know, them standing next to the PhD girl and they're just combining academic resumes. And what I would encourage you to do is to get to a place where you understand that you deserve to be there just as much as anybody else, but also to figure out where you shine. What's your glow in terms of what your, what your personality brings to the table? Because guess what? These academics over here would kill for your ability to make people smile your ability to, to just make people want to hug you, your ability to make people laugh and feel comfortable. And that is a superpower in itself, right? Just as much as being the smart, smartest person in the room. And that's why we need each other. And we to have our eyes and our ears open, at the end of the day, you guys, a charismatic leader and somebody who wins pageants is a great listener. And so if you can become a great listener, you can make you can change the whole atmosphere of a room with eye contact and listening. I'm actually doing a deep dive study of this right now. And Landon and I have tested it on a couple people in our lives and it freaking works. You guys, like it is scary, like audibly to where people have walked away and like asked to hang out with us immediately or been like, wow, I just like really enjoyed today. Even if Landon and I were like, I didn't say two words all night. Like we just practice listening on purpose and uh, it makes people comfortable like crazy. It's just, it's amazing. And and great charismatic people are great leaders because you're always intaking information, right? If you're only expelling information, you don't learn anything. You need to be able to turn your gaze a little bit higher than just internal in yourself, lift your eyes to what's going on because then you can take from all the things that you love and all the things that you notice are working or doing well and try that on for size and figure out a way that it feels authentic to you. So those are the two major things I wanted to talk about in terms of growing the it factor. Make sure you guys go to pageantwinnersecrets.com and get our brand new book, book the it factor, how to become the pageant competitor. The judges can't live without. I hope that the judges can't live without you at a pageant very, very soon. And with that, I will see you guys next week. Hey guys, Coach Megan here, and thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Powerhouse Podcast. We're so honored to have you wherever you are, near or far away from the great metropolis of Omaha, Nebraska, where we are from. We are so proud to be your virtual coaches. If you could just share this with a friend that you feel like needs to hear this today, give us a five-star review if you haven't already, and click that link below in our show notes. We promise we are the nicest people. We are the nicest people, we promise, and we'd love to meet you, and we'd love to to figure out if you're a good fit for our programs or make a suggestion for a different coach, different consultant, different person that's a professional in their field that can help you. The reason why we do it this way, actually, because a lot of people ask is because we want to help you practice the elements of being a great title holder from the very beginning. And one of those things is vulnerability. One of those things is being a self-starter. One of those things is being able to reach out and cold email, cold call, cold DM somebody that you don't know because of the potential opportunity on the other side of things. When I was Miss Nebraska and 
Miss Nebraska USA, just letting y'all know that's how you get media. That's how you get appearances. That's how you get sponsors is being willing to put yourself out there. And so we want to help you practice that from the very beginning, learn more about you and discover um, if we can help you and we'll point you in the right direction for one of our services programs and the right coach for you. Otherwise, we will absolutely make a best suggestion for you in a different direction. Because at the end of the day, we're not territorial about needing to coach every person in the world. We just want you to find your right fit so that you can make your dreams come true and unlock the winner within you. Anyways, just wanted to encourage you guys in that today. Again, leave us a review, DM us um, on Instagram at any of our handles. And with that, we'll see you guys next week.